What's up, Internet? Welcome to the geekiest day of the week, Friday. <sighs> Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. I'm one of your hosts who wears his sunglasses all day long, Russell Dunn, R.D. Van Houten, joined by the magnificent Andy Bisha. How are you, Andy? Well, I want to know why you're wearing sunglasses, R.D. Well, let me tell you, I burnt my eyeballs with fire. You Hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, I don't mean to be laughing. You <laughs> burnt your eyeballs with fire. Okay. Yes, I yep. did burn my eyeballs with fire. Okay. That's good. That's well, great. Mostly he he got fire close to his eyes. All right. He, yeah. Yes. They're not if he takes those sunglasses off, he has so eyes. So his yeah, eyes, eyes are, are okay. made of fire now. Right. That's good. Okay, that's enough for me. And we're also joined by Ian Benzman. What's up? Yo. So, yes, I did burn my eyeballs with fire. If you want to see how I did that, <laughs> tune in to Creative Kaleidoscope, episode number three, this Sunday at 6 p.m., and uh, you will learn what not to do <laughs> when using spray paint. See, he actually just burnt his eyes on purpose yeah, exactly. so that he had a plot device to get people to watch a show, yeah. which you know what, I commend you, sir. Thank you. That that is an incredible dedication. Thank incredible. You. you know, I figured it's important that people know the dangers of aerosol spray paint, and oh, good lord! If you're gonna if you're gonna seal your paint with flamethrower esque techniques, you should do it right. Wow. But if you, you see here, I have my, my prescription eye drops because I, I did seek medical attention. So so let it be known, Internet, RD is not just being a douchebag. He is medically inclined to wear those sunglasses. But also a little douchey. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's fine. That is totally fine. So, hey, Ian, uh, yeah. what's going on in the world of the geekdom? Oh, God. Uh, you know, it's actually it was kind of a slow week news. It was like a big week and a... And a slow week at the same time. I, you know, this morning, interview started to come out with Chris Evans saying that uh, after Avengers four reshoots that are coming up, um, he's done with the character. Um, I find that curious. You think Marvel wouldn't want him saying that information? And it almost makes me think that Cap's not gonna. Every everyone after we did our show last week, everyone right. I talked to, people were texting me. Captain America is going to die. And honestly, I think because that's the general consensus, it's not going to happen. It's the red herring. Almost. He's throwing it out there on purpose. I think so. I really do. I think I think him throwing that out there on purpose is almost the same thing as it, I think uh, Chris Hemsworth coming out and um, saying, he like wants... saying he wants to do more Thor is almost... Oh. I feel like it's reversed. I feel like Evans saying he doesn't and Hemsworth saying he does might be a giant misdirect. What if, this is conspiracy time, Internet, mm. what if Cap, die, Cap doesn't die, Thor dies, Lady Thor? That would be cool, except for the fact that Natalie Portman has nothing to do with the Marvel films anymore. Her contract's up. There's a reason she wasn't in the last one. You know what? One. You know what? I solved it. You Don Cheadle it. 
Mm. I'm here. Bring Don Cheadle uh, to no, play female. Well, Thor. that'd be even better. But you know, but basically, in Iron Man two, Don Cheadle played uh, Rhodey. Yeah, that where line, Terrence, that line where he comes exactly. In, he's like, I'm here. Get used to it. Like, I'm here. It was great. Deal with it. Nice tongue in cheek. Exactly. Kind of it was perfect. And they could do the same thing. I mean, it is 2018, right? Right. Yeah. Like, no. Things are changing. Right. Well, that's what I was always wondering: is is when you reach the end of Evans and you you reach the end of Hemsworth and and Downey on their contracts. Is Marvel going to kill them off? Is Marvel going to pull kind of like a James Bond where it's the same character, just a new actor? Are they going to, you know what I mean? Like, what are they going to do with these characters? And we're finally at this point, 10 years in, well, we're going to find out. And really, what they decide to do with these characters is going to have a huge effect moving forward because if they kill them off, they're gone. You know, I I can't imagine Marvel will delve into the, oh, we killed this person off, we're going to bring them back kind of thing like the comics do all the time. Um that being said, I think, I hope it's something more akin to with what's going on with Wolverine, where Hugh Jackman's done, and they're just kind of like, going to let Wolverine be for a little bit, and then presumably the next time we see Wolverine is when Marvel takes over. And that would make sense mm-hmm. that they would just recast yeah. at that point, because it's a new introduction into, it'll be like Nolan's Batman, yeah. and then they move forward with like, okay, this is, this is we're rebooting right. the universe. Right, it would have been like if they did Justice League and there was a cameo from Christian Bale at the end. You know, uh-huh. That'd be like, I would love to see Hugh Jackman's Wolverine pop up in like an after the credit scene, but that would almost literally just be fan service tongue-in-cheek, because there's no way they're going to bring him back for... Nine movies. You know who they should bring in? Tom Hardy. No. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is Wolverine. I'm Wolverine, man! Um, while I do think Tom Hardy could play a convincing Storm, I don't think Kevin Hart can play a convincing anything besides Kevin Hart. Mm. I don't know, man. Give him a chance. Oh, I love... I, Big things soul, come in little soul packages. Plane is one of my guilty pleasures. Soul Plane? Is that with Snoop? <laughs> That's with Kevin Hart, Snoop Dogg. Oh, my um, gosh. Steve Harvey? Yeah. Steve Harvey in that There's a lot of people. Yeah, a lot movie. of people. Tom, Tom Arnold. Arnold. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. It's a, it's one of those under the radar. Wow. Well, I, I just don't get how... because Kevin Hart, concept. Right? Too. I wish there was a Soul Plane. I wish there was a Soul Plane or a Soul Recording Studio where we could, you know, that too. get soulful. So, we went from <laughs> Captain America to... Kevin Hart playing. No, <laughs> no, to, to Wolverine, to Soul Plane. And you know what kind of movie mm-hmm. could only contain all that randomness? I think I think I do. It'd be Deadpool too. That would be it. Not that any of those things are in that movie, but if any of those things were to happen in a movie, I would expect it to be in the Deadpool yes. 2 movie. And holy shit, that trailer was amazing. You know, I got a, I got a message from my wife this morning, and... Sometimes I have to really like, you know, like go, hey, let's watch this new trailer. And then she's like, I don't want to watch it. And then she secretly watches it without me. And I think she does that just to get my goat because she's slick like that. But you know what grinds my you know what really grinds my gears. But she was like, I just realized that that was Terry Crews in the movie, and now I'm even more excited okay, to see that so movie. So it's funny you said that, and we'll watch the trailer here in a second. But before we do, um, I was talking to my buddy, and he's like. Who is or is on Facebook and someone goes, I hope he's playing Bishop. And I was like, honestly, he's probably just playing himself. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> right. And then so then I was like, no, he's not playing Bishop. He's playing this character called Bedlam, who's basically the reason that Deadpool can get away with using so many characters is because they're using characters that Fox has no play. Like, I could not literally pick out a Bedlam specific storyline that I've ever read. That's just Here's Bedlam. Um, I think there's a. Re- it's the same thing with um, 
with Colossus being in the first one, I think they let him use Colossus because they just really had they didn't have any plans for Colossus in the main franchise. So I think that's why we're getting a lot of these obscure characters, which I'm fine with. I mean, granted, Domino's not that obscure if you're a comic book fan, and Cable is obviously not obscure if you're a comic book fan. He's a, I'm, it's a big deal that he's in this movie because of his lineage. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, Cable is the son of Jean Grey, and or sorry, not Jean Grey. Jean Grey's clone, Jean, Grey, Jean Grey's clone, and Cyclops from the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and that leads into a whole other thing with Rachel Grey and Hope, and which you see Hope's teddy bear in the last trailer, um, which could have really imp- impl- like big implications for like the backstory. Um, I wonder if they're going to touch on it because that was a huge. Um, comic book storyline, basically. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have you read House of M. Uh, sadly, no, but, but I'm of familiar it. of House of right. M, and I really, really want to read I'll, the I'll Iron, let, Man, you Iron Man. It. You heard it here first. Ian's gonna let me borrow a comic. I'm gonna internet um, hold him to it. it but uh, yeah, it's it's definitely uh, so. Basically, for those of you who don't know, House of M. One, uh, the Scarlet Witch basically like has ridiculously crazy powers, and she goes, "No more mutants." So the next day, everyone wakes up. Not only are there way, or sorry, I take that back. Everyone wakes up, and there is a reality in which uh, Magneto and his family are like the lords of Marvel, and like mutants control everything, and blah blah blah. blah. And at the end of the event, Scarlet Witch goes, "No more mutants." The next day, everyone wakes up, and it's like ninety something percent of the mutant population on the world is gone. Um, you know, Iceman thought he lost his powers for a while. He didn't, but. Um, so basically, House of M led to No More Mutants, and it was kind of a really, 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 really big deal, and I forgot why this rant started. <laughs> Bedlam. Bedlam, yes. So um, the hope, that's what it was. So all of that led to basically all of a sudden new mutants started to pop up. They called them the lights, and hope was the main one. Um, and basically Hope got taken into the future by Cable to protect her. And she she became an unofficial Summers. So she's not related to Jean Grey and Cyclops and all them, but he's like she's Cable's like surrogate daughter. So the fact that they even showed her teddy bear in the trailer could have really big implications moving forward for the very few X-Men movies they have left before. Hmm. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. Um, anyway, let's, uh, let's take a look at the trailer. The Deadpool trailer. The Deadpool 2 trailer. And then we'll keep chatting about it. All right, let's take a look at that Deadpool 2 trailer. I was rounding up all the gluten in the world and launching into space where it can't not hurt us ever again. Kiss me like you miss me, Red. What in the fucksicle is this? My name's Cable. I'm here for the kid. What? The kid? Move or die.
kids give us a chance to be better than we used to be. He needs you. You're a lot smarter than I look. I ain't letting Cable kill this kid. But I can't do this alone. Can you speak up? It's hard to hear you with that pity dick in your mouth. We're gonna form a super duper fucking group. We need them tough, morally flexible, and young enough to carry their own franchise for 10 to 12 years. We will be known as X-Force. Isn't that a little derivative? You're absolutely right. Now, let's go get our fuck on. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my pants. What the fuck is a beer? Making the tears rain down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass go. Tell me they got that in slow motion. Doing the right thing is messy. But if you want to fight for what's right, sometimes you have to fight dirty. And that is why Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants is pure pornography. Oh, God, I wish I finished college. It lives up to the hype, plus plus. Fuck it, they probably won't even make it three. Yeah, why would they? Stop it, too. You killed it. <laughs> they had oh, better not God. stop it, too. No, I think they won't. I, I, And honestly, I hope that doesn't even make it in the movie. I think that fit perfectly for a trailer. But how fucking awesome is that trailer? So good. And, you know, at first I got really excited because I thought when he turns and he looks and he's wearing, like, the gray suit that it's the X-Force suit. But I think it's just his suit covered in dust. Yeah. Either way. <clears throat> um, holy fuck, I'm excited for that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, shit. <laughs> I just okay. I, the only thing missing from that trailer was X gonna give it to you. I don't, you know, that was just amazing. There's, there's no words that you can say after watching something like that. Yeah, which honestly, I'm super pumped that the trailer looks so good because honestly, there was a lot of word rumors coming out that the test screening, um, weren't doing well. But then there's reports now that the test screenings actually were spectacular and blah, 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 blah. Either way, I'll be there day one to see that movie. Mm -hmm. There's no way in hell I'm not. Um, yeah. I, I'm, there's so many rumors like surrounding that film. Uh, they actually, I just read yesterday, apparently, that they filmed a super secret cameo about two weeks ago in L.A. I would almost have to put money on it being Hugh Jackman. Why would it, I mean, who else could they plausibly secretly bring into this movie that would make people like go fucking bonkers? Yeah, mm. Tony and, Stark. And, and, unless it, I was gonna say, unless it's a Marvel character, that's that's even huge bigger. The only thing mm -hmm. bigger than Hugh Jackman, Wolverine popping up with Deadpool would be that exactly. Yep, the only thing huger than Hugh. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would say the, the maybe Spider Man. Hugh would be huge. Really, anyone, any yeah. any Marvel character popping up. Howard the Duck. I want to see it. You know what? <clears throat> Speaking of, I know we had a couple other things we wanted to talk about before this break, but I just remembered um, that there's a really, 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 really big Avengers rumor going around right now, and that is that the Silver Surfer is in Infinity War. Huh. Mm. Um, which had... I've heard of way too many Avengers rumors. Well, yeah, but this one, this one is big specifically because of the whole Fox. Right, Disney right, thing, right, like right, right, right. basically, if that happens, e well, I take that back. Either Silver Surfer was included in the deal that Fox made with Marvel, where like now Fox gets to make the TV shows and Marvel got to use Eagle the Living Planet and stuff like that because technically, yeah. technically, um, Fox owns Ego, 
the film rights. So like they made a little deal somewhere. Um, yeah, I I don't know, but that could be huge. Yeah, that would be the implications of Silver Surfer popping up in this movie. Would be the Herald. We so, we could literally have a whole week's discussion about right. what that means for these movies. So speaking of rumors, what about Apple buying Sony? Yeah, that's a big one that came so out. So what this are morning. the implications of that? Um, you know you what? Think? Honestly, I've heard this rumor on and off for the last couple we months. We get a Carnage standalone film. We probably already will. Nice. Um, after, I would say that if not a standalone film, Carnage will be the main villain in Venom Two. Yeah. If a Venom Scott, Two happens. Right. Right. But. Um, no, I, I, I'm very curious as to how that would tie in with the whole Sony deal with Marvel mm-hmm. because Sony still technically owns Spider-Man. They just let him use it. Right. They let, use, they let Marvel use the character. So I don't know. How much did they have to pay? How, how much did Marvel Studios and Disney have to pay? I, I, I wonder. For... I, well, we talked about it. How it was like estimated something billions. That I, makes I don't sense. know if there's a definitive number yet. I wonder if Google has the number. I'm sure Google has some <laughs> number. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot of, you know, that that would be kind of big. Um, and actually, speaking of Sony, they just announced that they're officially rebooting Men in Black. Um, and it actually has Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson, who are Thor and Valkyrie in the Marvel films. Um, I have to imagine there's some kind of producer hoodoo on there that made that happen, but uh, I'll go see it. Yeah. Eh, I'd rather see, you know, Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith again, but I'll see it. I like the first three. I mean, you know, Men in Black 2 is... Yeah, but I like the third one. First one, first one's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we got plenty of great things to talk about and more on the week in geek on the other side of this quick commercial break. So stick around at Geektainment Weekly on New Radio Media. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. 
Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. And we're back here on Geektainment Weekly. Welcome back, you nerds and geeks. You're in good company, though, so. Eh, we're well, in okay company. We're all all right. Yeah. That's all right. I got my sunglasses on. That's all I, I'm really thinking about. My eyes hurt. Pulling a Martha Ford. Sunglasses it's all good. Inside. But I'm also thinking about Rick and Morty and when we're going to get season four. Which seems to be a daily discussion in this office. Yeah, it's, it should be a daily um, discussion maybe. in everyone's well, so, office. So you heard about the whole thing where he tweeted saying that the so fourth season hasn't been greenlit yet. Yeah, right. So that basically, you know, as Rick and Morty fans are fucking insane... Um, that basically turned into, oh, season four's not happening, the show's canceled, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. Um, a, I think it's a negotiation tactic on Dan Harmon's part. Mm-hmm. Because he knows that that, that without Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. Adult Swim loses how many viewers? Oh, my God. An immense uh, amount. I strictly I would watch say Adult 100 Swim. Million. I strictly watch Adult Swim for Rick and Morty. Right. No, and then yeah. Samurai Jack when they brought it back. But. I mean, what else is on Adult Swim really anymore, dude? I, I don't mean, even know. Once every seven years or so, we get yeah. an Avengers Brother season. Or, yeah. yeah, like um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Well, that's reboot. over now officially. Yeah. Well, yeah, but. Um, but yeah, you know, you, you never re- know with that reruns and come shit. Back. Yeah, I mean, right. You never know. There was like the golden age of Adult Swim, where oh, it was yeah. like you just yeah. didn't, oh, didn't want to yeah. miss it. You yeah. know, Robot and, Chicken, Robot Chicken, and Metalocalypse. Yep. I know that's right, Anson, my eyes, Johnson. Yep. That's what I'm going to start calling you. Thanks. Because that's why he's actually wearing sunglasses. I have so I many got, ants in my eyes. I got, I got ants in my eyes. But, uh, so I'm on many. fire. I can't feel anything. Oh, my yeah, God. Oh, jeez, Ricky figured it out. We probably oh, won't know man. anything until they probably air the next episode. Of this. No, <laughs> like, right. It's like, speaking of Samurai Jack, I'm still pissed. I have one episode I never got to see because my DVR recorded... That surprise Rick and Morty. Yeah, I wonder if they do it like the same thing this year, like uh, April Fools. I mean, April Fools is coming up. Yeah, I know it's coming up. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't put it past them if they drop an entire season at once. You never. What know. day do they air the, Rick and Morty again? Sundays. Sundays. April Fools 11, is on a I Sunday think, right? this year. It is. It is actually. That it is. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe we're gonna fuck with you hats. again. Yeah. You know, That's maybe, possible. maybe, we're, maybe we'll let you think that there's one coming out, but, but we don't but pull one you, out. You know and what, we just, just and put me just giving a middle a finger with the volatility of how Dan Harmon seems to run shows um, after like Community and right. all that jazz. Um, you never know. It's it, we we could a year from now we could be talking about the concept art for the season four of Rick and Morty that never happened. Mm-hmm. You know, it happens all the time. Like you know, this week. Um, Oh, so real quickly, quick background. Have you guys heard of Justice League Mortal? Mm-hmm. Okay. So for those of you who don't know what Justice League Mortal is, about 10 years ago, um, right before that big writer strike, uh, Warner Brothers, and this was after Christian Bale, or no, is this before Christian Bale? I don't know. Either way, George Miller, the guy who does the Mad Max films, mm-hmm. um, was set to direct a Justice League movie. It was called Justice League Mortal. Um it was a big thing, like they cast Army Hammer as Batman, um, Anton Yelton was Wally West, but they also had Barry Allen in the film, who was going to be played by um, Adrian Brody. Not Adrian Brody, Adam Brody, the guy from the OC. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was going to play um, Barry Allen, Common was going to be um, John, John, John Stewart, John Stewart um, yeah. some guy I've never heard of was going to be Martian Manhunter, but the fact he's in the movie would have been awesome. 
Um, not a huge fan of the Army Hammer as Batman casting, but thankfully it never panned out. Who was um, going to play Superman? DJ Katrona. Who's that? Exactly. Um, this And then uh, Megan Gale was going to be um, Wonder Woman. But my point is, is this movie was going to be a huge deal. And it just got canceled due to the mm. writer strike, due to this, due to that. I still, Warner Brothers has no idea what they're doing with the superhero movies. But that being said, this week, yesterday, actually, I'm pretty sure, um, a crap ton of photos came out from this movie that could have been right. Um, and you know, you know, we we've we, there's a shot of everyone in costume together. It's a little blurry, but mm-hmm. it's there. You have what the concept art for Aquaman, Flash, who was going to have a black suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wally West was going to have a black suit. You have uh, Batman, who looks kind of really weird. And the Superman uh, suit's very akin to what the Earth 2 Superman looked like in the New 52 reboot. Yeah, I, I just found a picture of DJ Katrona alone yeah, as Superman. Superman. Yeah. It, does, it looks weird, right? I mean, the fact that he's got the trunks on but they're the same color as the rest of his suit. Yeah. It's kinda odd. I like I like the boots and, and, and the S and and how the cape flows into it. It's just like the trunks are weird. Yeah. Well some of the some of the concept art's really cool. You have there's a concept art that Clark Kent took the entire Kent farm to the Fortress of Solitude mm. and, and you see Aquaman apparently Aquaman would have been kinda more fishy in his body. Um I'm Does Aquaman have, have gills? No. I didn't think so. Um, having read the script, because um, it leaked online. Anyone who wants to read it, it's, it's online to a read. A lot of things leak online. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we'll, we'll touch more on that in a little, little bit. I, I know it. you're itching at the bit for it. But uh, it's. It, I read the script. It would have been a great comic. Mm-hmm. Don't think it would have worked. It was actually, so basically, I don't know if you guys know, there's a story, there's Brother Eye. Mm-hmm. In the comics, Batman creates this satellite called Brother Eye that basically is meant to help him defeat the Justice League if he ever needs to. And then mm. basically they find out about it and they kind of kick him out and then like Talia Ghoul takes control of it and blah, 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 blah. It would have been an interesting story to see adapted in a live. The story in the comics is called Tower of Babel. Okay. Um, it would have been really interesting. Um, you know, would have been very interesting to see this movie come out. Would uh, the same dude, what Jason Momoa, play Aquaman again? No, uh, fuck. Who was who was cast as Aquaman? I'm drawing a giant blank on that. Um, oh, who's Aquaman? Jim was... Caviezel. What? No, I'm just kidding. I was gonna say no. He's playing Jesus again, though. Is he really? What? Yes, they're doing a he sequel got, to he, the Passion. He's, <laughs> he's been got, typecast. But he got struck by lightning in that movie. Did you know that? In the filming of that movie? No, I, I didn't yeah, know when, that. Like when he was filming his uh, crucifixion scene. No shit. He got struck by lightning. I didn't know that. Yeah, true story. I, I just love that they're actually doing a second one. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it, resurrection, blah, 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 blah. But like, really? Was Mel Gibson directing it? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, Passion 2. Mel Gibson's doing it. Oh, man. That's, I wonder. Uh, I, I can only rumor. imagine the, the ticket sales on that. I mean, it's the first the first one was essentially two and a half hours to beat the crap out of Jesus. Well, that's it's what it was. Yeah, and I went to a Catholic school, and that was like the we were allowed to watch that movie because it was it was rated R, but, but it's it about was Jesus. like it was it was a true story, yeah. air quotes. Yeah, that movie is basically two and a half hours to beat the crap out of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why Jim Caviezel is so badass now. He didn't want to get you know mm-hmm. that kind of. It could beat. be. Well, like, what what better superhero is there than Jesus? Batman. 
No. <laughs> I mean, come on, it's Batman. Superman, maybe. Bat- no, Batman. Green Lantern. Batman. Nope. Oh, you, you thought, thought had, you, you thought, thought you had me. I did. But the answer is going to be Batman. <laughs> just, there's no debate here. There's like Batman and then Jesus. It's going to be Muhammad. He's third. <laughs> and then Moses. It goes back. Oh my goes, gosh. Batman, Jesus, Muhammad, Moses. You're getting to a, we're getting into a weird episode of Geek Camp. Oh, I'm oh super gosh. best friends. Well, you know, that's what happens when you cast Jim Caviezel to play Jesus again. You know what's funny, though, is um, after. Have you ever watched the show Person of Interest? I've heard of it and I've seen I know what it is, it's written, but I haven't it's, watched uh, it. It's written by Jonathan Nolan. Okay. Christopher Nolan's brother. Right, it's a fantastic right. show. I, after watching the first season of that, I so badly wanted Jim Caviezel to be Batman. Mm. I think he would be perfect old man. Batman. He's a good. He, he's a great actor. Great actor. He kick. He can kick ass. Apparently, he um, was. Uh, he was in the 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 most recent version of uh, Count of Monte Cristo, right? Yes. yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he you, was. Yeah. Name drop. <laughs> yeah. Guy, no, that was Guy a great... Pierce was in that too. Yeah. yeah. Him yeah. and Guy Pierce. Uh-huh. Were, uh, God damn it! I. I Whatever their names are, Montego or Montego. Or, yeah. Um, and, uh, oh my God. Yeah. It's um, I know this. Yeah, it's, me too. Um, it's Montero. Yeah, Montero. I no, think. I th- no, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up. It's gonna bug me. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, that was a great film. You guys Guy like my Pierce. chair swivels? You're on top of it today. <laughs> chair swivel game. Hell yeah. This is a weird Jake, episode. Jake, Jake's loving, <laughs> Jake's loving all the, the chair swivels. So let's let's uh, let's pull back the curtain a little bit behind the the wondrous world of Geektainment Weekly. <laughs> yeah. We've got a nice set of control operators working hard. Yeah, basically sending us messages saying, "Tell Ian to stop moving." I like moving. Well, you know if what? Could, it doesn't work for the graphics. Show, and we would give people information while doing the Macarena. Dantes but... and Mondego. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. I think close. he's just gonna just keep swiveling now. It's a force to... of habit, guys. It I'm is. not like purposely doing it. It's like a tick. I know, but we're letting you know. I'm letting you know it's going to keep happening. <laughs> 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 Unless someone puts a chair in here that doesn't swivel, I'm on the move. All right. Well, you know what? I oh. want to talk about. Let's get a segue. You just go back and forth. I want to talk about real fast the Doctor Doom chairs. movie. Yes. Doctor Doom. I'm all for that, specifically because of who's making it. Now, who is making that? That Ian? would be Noah Hawley. For those of you who don't know, right? He is the creator and showrunner of the best fucking show since Sherlock, and that's Legion. Which I just found. I found out that's. So I was like, who is this Noah Hawley? Yeah. And you're like, yo, bro. Legion. This is what's up. And I love like, Oh, the, it's going to be good. There's a, Well, it's great. There's an interview Hopefully. with him. There's, well, I think it will. Right. If, it, if it ever ends up getting made. Right. Because he says it's in production, but I mean, who knows with the Fox Disney deal. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, um, <clears throat> I think I'm ecstatic for it because the interview I read with him was basically like the way I looked at Legion was you have all these big budget superhero films, you have all these big blockbusters. I wanted to look at it in the way that Civil War was done, or mm-hmm. C- uh, Winter Soldier was done. Right. How it's very much, yes, it's a superhero film, but it's an espionage film, mm-hmm. it's a spy film. Well, they got that, nailed that on the head. There's more to it than it, it being a superhero film, and I think that's the way he's approached Legion, and that's the way he's going to approach Doctor Doom. Um, I, I'm excited. I, I really can't. I can't believe they've not gotten this character right in live action. There are mm-hmm. cosplayers who can spend $100 on a fucking costume and right. get it right. Right, right. 
Absolutely. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Well, earlier this week, or actually the end of last week, we had a chance to catch up with Joel Adams. Yes. And we've got that interview for you on the other side of this break here on Geektainment Weekly, a new radio media. Stick around. Cheers, Swivels. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. We're offering spectacular savings during the spring sales event at Parkway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Great deals on our inventory of over 2,000 new vehicles, including our entire selection of Ram 1500 pickups with special lease deals on many of our best-selling models. Over 200 vehicles, under $200 a month. Early out on all lease payoffs of $3,000 or less. And Parkway offers an extra $2,000 for your trade-in. Only at Parkway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Clinton Township, where you just show up, sign up, and ride. The brain naturally shrinks as you go older. Now there's research that indicates that the rate of shrinkage increases if you drink alcohol. Your brain volume naturally decreases by about 2% for every decade you live. And in the past, scientists have speculated this rate could be slowed with moderate alcohol intake because it appears to improve your heart function and your blood flow. But now, however, the U.S. researchers have found what they call a significant negative relationship between the amount of alcohol that you consume and your brain volume. A study involving nearly 2,000 men and women found a significant difference in the brain volumes of people who were moderate drinkers and those who were teetotalers. And the association was especially strong in women. So the bottom line, say the experts, is that while moderate alcohol consumption may help your heart and blood flow, It offers no protective effect on your brain volume. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Awesome. Thanks for stopping by on the phone. We appreciate it. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so um, wanted to chat with you about a couple things you've been working on, things you've done work on, and, you know, just the whole, you know, the atoms of it all. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, so you know what? Um, what? How did you get started on you know getting in that you know that kind of work? Uh, we are you talking just being an artist in general? Yes, yeah. Or, being uh, sorry, I apologize. Being an artist in well, general. Okay, well, I mean, uh, for uh, you know those who don't know, it's uh, my dad is Neil Adams, the legendary comic book artist, famous for having drawn Batman, Green Lantern, Green Arrow, and stuff like that. So I grew up in a family of artists. So I think just you know, naturally it seemed a cool thing to do. You're going to draw pictures all day and make a check, you know, make a living off of it. That's, that's cool. So uh, I think just at a young age, I, 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 you know, explored it, took to it, and grew up in a family that supported it. So it just seemed like the natural thing for me to do to become an artist. Yeah. No, I, I mean, that makes that makes mm-hmm. perfect sense. You know, uh, what, what, uh, what was the first thing that really got your start, you know, in the industry? Like the first the first job that you really got to work on that was something that you know was your thing to work on. Well, at the age of at the age of uh, uh, fourteen, fourteen to sixteen, I had done a, uh, um, a storyboard for Nestle's Toll House Cookies, and 
that was it was kind of through the studio, but something that I had done on my own. And uh, that was my first that was my first independent job. Yeah, fourteen. Uh, it wasn't until um, I, I don't know if you're hearing. I'm hearing a feedback. Um, I don't. We're not getting it on this end. You're not but. getting it. Okay, I'm just hearing myself talk to me. Sorry. Um, but uh, uh, it wasn't until I'd been working for my dad's studio in Los Angeles, where um, uh, you know, I work, I, I helped run the studio that he had in Los Angeles, and eventually, uh, you know, things got a little slow, and he started. There were layoffs, mm-hmm. so uh, he he laid me off. Dad laid me off. What and a nice father. Exactly. <laughs> no, he's great. Tough love. It was love. the best thing he ever could have done for me because it, it got me out on my own. It got me, you know, bef- before that, you know, I guess I relied a lot on who I was. But when um, when I went out on my own, I had my own portfolio and uh, I was out getting my own jobs. And uh, I did it. I did it as Joel Adams and not as as part of a big studio. And, Which um, probably helped your career out immensely. Well, being part of the studio helped me out immensely. It was it was a little it was a little strange going out and just being just being Joel. Like I did, I didn't tell people who I was. I, when I went out to get jobs, I was I let my I let my portfolio do the talking for me. And mm-hmm. fortunately, you know, having gone to a good school, having come up through a studio uh, and learned from who I learned, you know, I had a, I had a good portfolio. So. Uh, no, it, it was interesting, especially when I got into animation. I, 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 I didn't tell people who I was, and I'd be working in a place, and you know, a couple months down the road, somebody would burst into my office and go, you're whose kid? <laughs> so, <laughs> but I mean, so, that must feel really good, though, to like actually kind of you know, do it on your own, you know? Yeah, it, it felt great. I, I mean, it, it, part of the reason I did it was, you know, because of who my dad was, it was there was a big kind of shadow, you know? It's, it's really hard hard footsteps to follow in so i I didn't want to have that expectation on me no that's completely reasonable and it was but it was great to see the response that i that i that i had yeah no i mean that's it must be i can't even imagine your dad's shadow is you know neil adams yeah you know who your father is you know it's yeah 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 no it's they're they're really big shoes to fill i mean he he did so much innovated so much uh you know the the comic book industry is a different place because he came to it. Oh, absolutely. To, to have that hanging over me, it's like, okay, well, what are you going to do? It's like, ah, really? <laughs> yeah, but you've definitely, you know, you've stepped into your own, you know, your own right as, you know, as a creative person, which is really, really cool to see. Um, and, you know, I didn't know this, but you used to, you were a pundit for Bleeding Cool. Is that a thing? A pundit for Bleeding Cool? Like you wrote for Bleeding Cool. Did you know, um, that, that might have been uh, my brother Josh. Oh, you know what? Yeah, different say. You know what? You got to find the person who wrote this page because they put it under you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I, 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 I know, I know, I did my research properly. <laughs> well, guess. you know what's funny is there's three brothers, and all of our names start with J. Oh wow! So I'm sure we're, I'm sure we're easy to confuse that way. <laughs> well, what's what's your favorite thing? You know that you've ever done. Um, God, you know some of the things that I did weren't my favorite thing when I did them, but they became my favorite thing later on. Like, um, you know, uh, King of the Hill. Right. Uh, hold on a second. Let me get rid of that. Um, <laughs> uh, King of the Hill. When I when I went on it, it was it was an, it was you know it, I I won't say it was another job because it was it that it was one of those things where we enjoyed the scripts were so good on that show that it really, you know, you knew you were kind of working on something special. 
But right. it wasn't until I got out there and started meeting fans. Mm-hmm. I started doing conventions and meeting fans, mm-hmm. and I started to, I started to appreciate what other people thought of it, and and people who grew up with it, and it became a part of their lives, and and how important it was to them. That it really made me take a look back at not only just having done King of the Hill, but other shows that I had done. Uh, other kids that watched the Incredible Hulk animated series and NASCAR racers. Right. You know, it's a uh, Meeting these people and and experiencing you know their love for the show. I mean, uh, having kids tell tell me that I was their childhood. <laughs> now, did you? Now, did you have a lot of interaction with Mike Judge himself? And what was that like? If you did? No, it's because I worked out of Film Roman, where we also did uh, The Simpsons there. Um, and Mike was out of the Century City Fox Studios with Greg Daniels and the rest of the writing teams and stuff. There wasn't a whole lot of uh, in-person interaction. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got notes that went through directors and came down to me. Hmm. But we, did, uh, we didn't see Mike as much as one might think that you would. Boy, I tell you what, I thoroughly enjoyed that King of the Hill show. <laughs> Very much. That was that was an awful Hank Hill. Uh, but, was, it wasn't bad. Well, you know, like I'm <laughs> it looking wasn't at horrible. you know I'm looking at some of the art you've done for you know King of the Hill, and I'm seeing an especially intriguing piece with uh, the the Doctor and meeting meeting the four fellow men of King of the Hill. Right. And that is just that's some fantastic stuff. Uh, yeah, it's, that wasn't. That that wasn't done for the show when we worked on it. That was done when I started doing conventions. Right. When people found out who I was and wanted to see me do Drug King of the Hill, I said, let me mix it with pop culture references. Well, it's fantastic. I mean, if you had to pick one of these guys that was like your favorite to draw, who, which one was your favorite? I think I enjoyed drawing Dale the most. <laughs> well, oh. I mean, he's probably my favorite character, but I enjoyed drawing Dale. Oh man, I I I love Dale and his his just crazy wacky antic next and his conspiracy theories and just awesome. It's well, that's what's part of what makes him so much fun to draw too. Like if you were, if you had to cross a character over with Deadpool, who would it be? <laughs> Dale and I. I Dale, did Dale drawing. I, I I drew Dale a couple times drawing right. Sand, You know, Wade. What's going on over here? So, in a right. perfect world, if you could adapt any comic book character into an animated series, what who would you pick? Wow, it would it be something that you know has has already been done. Yeah, or, yeah, or... character character that exists already, not like a new character that you're going to make up. Like that's anything from Marvel, DC, Image, any any comic book, even you know even regular book. Who, who? What animated series would you make given the chance to adapt a property? Hmm. Hmm. That's a tough one. I mean, there's there's good stuff. There's great stuff out there that you know you, you almost think think should have had a cartoon already, like Bones. Hmm. Yeah, uh, Bones that, you would think that'd make needs, perfect sense. The, the fact that there hasn't been a Bone cartoon is crazy to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, makes sense. You would but, think they you know, would. I, I, you know, I would I would love to see. I would love to see like X Men done right. <laughs> like I want to, I want to see, I want to see, see X Men where Cyclops is the hero of the team and not, not the, not the thug Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, well, you know that ship mm-hmm. flew the second they introduced Wolverine in a cannon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that 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 it really flew when you, uh, you when you create when you had a handsome leading man do Wolverine in a movie. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although you know, I think the the '90s animated series did a decent job of portraying yeah. Cyclops. I. That's I felt Cyclops was more the leader of the team, definitely when I was growing up. 
you know, at, uh, at okay. least in well, the animated series. I but, felt that in the comic books, but I think maybe it was after the movies that it. it oh, absolutely! It right. Kind of ruined it for me because I grew up. I grew up with the X Men before Wolverine. I grew up with the X Men when when he was brought in, and mm-hmm. I love the interaction between Cyclops and Wolverine. You know, Cyclops, the hero, the leader of the group, and Wolverine. You know this this you know powerful weapon they have that's you know barely under control, but it was a kind of a great relationship between them. No, oh, absolutely. No, that was one of my favorite things in the '90s animated mm-hmm. series was that Cyclops was clearly the leader, and Wolverine was just not putting up with this bullshit. Right. Right. But yeah, I agree with you. I think they've done a terrible job of per- portraying Cyclops in pretty much every medium, with you know, yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, I, I, I could go into on. A villain and killed him off. Yeah. Yeah, well, they, yeah. although they did that because he went with Brian Singer to do Superman Returns, his mistake. But yeah, okay. <laughs> but but yeah, it's it's um, I agree with you. It's so it's funny because like Wolverine and the X Men, I do enjoy that animated series. That being said, it does exactly what you were just talking about and literally makes Wolverine the leader of the X Men, mm-hmm. right? Which is so not in his character. Mm-hmm. He is right. the loner. He's the best at what he right. does. You know, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, I I like that. That was yeah, I'm with you 110. percent I could sit yeah, here and it, complain about the way the X Men are portrayed in not comic mediums for days. It, it's Hugh Jackman's fault. He was just too damn pretty. Right, and he's six. <laughs> what he's like six foot one or something like that. Wolverine's supposed to yeah, be yeah. like but, little tiny little like John Leguizamo sized dude. Yeah, with a Napoleon right. complex. Yeah, and they they should have let him sing. <laughs> they should <laughs> have let him sing. You know what? A musical number and would have improved X Men Three. Right. Anything would have improved <laughs> X Men Three. That's very, very true. But uh, yeah, well, thank you so much for uh, joining us today, Joel. It's been uh, an absolute honor to talk to you yeah. and uh, get to pick your brain for a little bit. Well, thank you very much. No, yeah, we we really, really appreciate it. Well, thank you. It's been fun. Awesome. awesome. Maybe we'll have you back sometime. We love, we love bringing yep, people back, definitely. although we haven't done it yet, but we will. <laughs> you know, and we always ask one question. Yes. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? You know, it, it, as just a kid growing up with comic books, I've always kind of thought about something like that, and I, I would almost say it would be like a power to heal, but then the, but then there would be a side effect if you, you almost would have to do damage at the same time mm. like you ah. take on damage or, or, but, or could give it give it back to someplace else we've hmm. got a few firsts yeah no yeah, yeah got, you, not only are you the first healer week. you're also the first person to be like but i want my powers to have reactions yeah right but you you could heal other people type of thing it's not right. like it's not you're healing yourself but you're healing someone else someone else got damaged in battle and you right go heal them and and the, the the other part of your you either have to deal with the damage you just accepted from somebody, or you can send it off and put it someplace else. See, that's a comic I would read. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like there's a character that does that. Well, um, yeah, they just did it. Um, oh no, they got conned in Jessica Jones season oh, two. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Sorry, spoilers. Cool. <laughs> well, anyway, Joel, thanks for joining us here on Geek Tainment Weekly, and uh, we'll be right back on the other side of this commercial break. Thank you very much. See ya. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. 
community channel on NewRadioMedia.com. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to NewRadioMedia.com. It's an entertainment channel on new radio media dot com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking and how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. And welcome back to Geektainment Weekly. We made it, guys. We We're back. Did. We, we did. didn't die. And big thank you to Joel Adams. What a great Yeah, dude. super you know? nice guy. Class act. Yeah. Class act, exactly. And it's cool. It's cool to see someone like that who's clearly under a giant freaking shadow of his mm-hmm. father, Neil Adams, to take you know go out on his own mm-hmm. and do his own thing and become his. It's uh, yeah. It's really cool to see, mm-hmm. especially you know, you know. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. What a nice guy. Would have to come, have him come back sometime. Yeah, um, we got a. Yeah. What was it? We got a lot of uh, first. Superpowers in the last uh, we, yeah, couple yeah, of yeah, yeah, we've been getting some we? different answers. I feel like at first we got a lot of flight. Yeah. And now we're getting time travel and healing. My, yeah, I, I dig it. Healing with uh, like a, a caveat to right. it, though. We'll leave it to a creator to be like, right. I want healing powers, but, but only I if the to... healing powers hurt, hurt. me well, while I'm healing I these think people. it's because they're so programmed to like think of interesting ways to tell their character stories yes, and stuff true. like that. And I swear that there was like a character with that power. Yeah, uh, actually it just, um, no, no. Hero. Uh, Jessica Jones. Hero. Yeah. There was, well, hero, heroes too. Yeah, heroes had but, that. But um, Jessica Jones, there she got conned or whatever right. by the guy who said he could do that. Right. So maybe that's what mm. popped in your head recently. I don't know. I Rogue, um, that Rogue can't do that. No, she just. She just takes she the powers. Just takes them. Your powers. Yeah, she just yeah, takes right. the powers. Um yeah. Speaking of power. Power, power Rangers. Power Rangers. Dip, 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 dip. Um, that wasn't planned. No, that wasn't planned at all, nice. people. Good job. Um, actually, if someone if someone wants to text me right now, you can hear my ring my text ringtone. Um, Nobody but, text him. <laughs> Nobody. Um, Show that he has no friends. But um, speaking of the dun, 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 of it all, um, for those of you guys who haven't really been keeping up with it. Um, Boom Boom Comics launched a Power Rangers like franchise in their comics, so mm. there's a few books now. Um, and a very interesting character popped up not too long ago called Lord Dracon. And there was a mystery as to who he was. They just revealed not too long ago that he is actually Tommy mm. from an alternate timeline in which, in which he actually ends up, basically, he loses his powers for a little bit, comes back, and then basically sides with Rita and helps her take over the entire world. Oh, okay. So then he comes back and um, a little interesting twist there. Yeah. So actually, Power it was kind of cool. World. Boom did um, a little live action trailer mm-hmm. for the upcoming event called Shattered Grid. Mm-hmm. So let's take a look at that, and we'll keep chatting about it. Well, let's look at it. 
isn't the smallest chance of victory, enough of a reason for us to keep on fighting. The world needs us, Rangers. One day the great responsibility of being the Red Ranger will fall to you. Take the world from evil. Stand by your allies. Never run from the battle. My mission is to bring you back. Ready? Let's, Let's rock it! Yeah! Silver! Black! Pink! Blue! Yellow! Yeah. Whatever we do, we have to do it together. Power down! Commander Kruger told me you're the best he has ever had. Till we meet again, power is Destroy them! Alpha, do we still have shields? Rangers down! Activate! Ready! 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 So many Rangers. So much potential. Squandered for so long. My lord, the generals are ready. They simply await your command. What's important to me now is my friendship with all of you. I don't ever want that to change. It won't, Tommy. You'll always be one of us. And it's time to set things right. We will invade their worlds. We will tear down everything that might protect them. And then, when it's too late, when they're powerless and alone, they will realize the truth. They could have been gods. But yeah, I mean, we're not getting any more of that. Like, mm -hmm. that was just a one-time thing to tease the event in the comics. Right. But I dig it. I yeah. need to address something. Mm -hmm. Ian Bensman's a liar. Huh? Because I asked if Tommy was playing the Green Ranger, and you said no, that Jason David Frank wasn't in that. I think I just didn't understand your question. Holy shit, that was amazing. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I meant, yeah, he is in that, obviously. Okay. And, um, no, I'm sorry. I miss. I just think wow. I just your question. Right? Do you not want to see more of that? I want to see all of that. I haven't watched Power Rangers. You should read the comic. It's really good. Like, I think that if they made that, what we just saw with that tone, that that just that quality and everything, it's just you could get those, those you know, millennials that grew up with this stuff to watch it. Yeah. Make... Except for the occasional, like, oh, we're bringing Tommy back and everyone watches is whoever's watched the show. I would love to see You know to what? I'd only watch it if it was VR Troopers. You we know? are VR Troopers. I'm Dude, saying when I was in school, it was reality. like, once VR Troopers came out, it was like, oh, you watch Power Rangers still? Like, <laughs> you're not cool. I mean, do you guys remember when uh, James Vanderbeek did- we Actually, it's funny. We just talked about that, that during the break. That, yeah. 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 Did that- uh, uh, that was produced that, by the guy who produced the um, Mortal Kombat web series. Right. Yeah. I, what I'm Ooh. saying is, like, they wouldn't make that into a, a movie. They wouldn't let him direct it because he was like, I want to make it R-rated. Yeah. Right. I'm saying, like, okay, fine. I understand it's their IP. They want to be cautious with it because, you know, they still sell a lot of toys and right. stuff. And that's huge for them profit-wise. But what they should do is just give us a PG-13 version that's, like, right well, on the what, border. That's what the movie was, wasn't it? 
wasn't I don't movie know, but did? it wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't that great. They had it some cool fan service the moments. The only but... cool part is when they actually played the theme. Yeah, with it for like five seconds. And that was it. And then the Megazord looked like... Crap. Just like like they melted the actual Megazord well, and, and said, And then Goldar is literally go. just a bunch of melted gold. Right. I, it, I, uh, it got so much of it wrong, but I'm just saying that kind of quality... Yeah, you know the the first Power Rangers movie that ever came out, they got that absolutely right. Hell yeah! And you know what? Get Dennis Make Hopper that. Avenue. Make that. So you know what's going to be quality? Season eight of Game of Thrones. You know how I know that? <laughs> because I read the fucking plot. Leaks. He has been wanting to talk oh, about this for oh weeks. Gosh. I'm not going to spoil anything for you. But Tyrion's they, they, the Night King. Edard Stark comes back. Do, do they explain how they got the dragon out of the water for you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they do not. Oh, We're always going to go back to that conversation. I'm never going to let that one die. But I will I will give you some of this without spoiling it anything. I've spoiled everything for myself already, and these leaks have got to be, be real, but the fans will be happy. So that That's means they show I a lot more say. penis? No, I they, think they I, moved away from. Well, the I have I an do assumption know that they they did hire Lena Headey's body double again for uh, another God. nude. Uh, yeah, because that scene. wasn't. For those of you who don't know, in the scene where she got is. shamed, yeah, they see that wasn't her. her. Yeah. yeah, her that same body double has been hired. Huh. So I do know that we get another uh, fake Lena Headey nude scene. I know what it is. I'm not going to tell you, but I know. What it I is. have my theories as to what's going to make the fans happy, and I'm going to ask it off air. No, this is what's going to happen. Everyone's going to die in the first episode, and the rest of the a season is just going to be a, sh- a lot of shots. Just going to be a lot of shots of nothing Death. going on. Yeah, just Every episode is action-packed. A lot of people die, but a lot of people live. Wow. Oh, really? So, so, so some people die, some people live, and stuff happens. Exactly. Oh, man. I'm, I'm ready. on the if edge wanna, of my seat. If you want to read it, Google it. Go nope. on Reddit. Check it out. Um, there's a guy on YouTube called Talk- Talking Thrones. He's been releasing the, the episode reads. Like We don't condone this. I don't so. condone it at all. But if you want to check it out. You know, I've been enjoying it. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for tuning in this week at Geektainment Weekly. We will be back same time, same place, right here on New Radio Media. With more shenanigans. Yes. Check out Podquesters. Yes, do that. Tonight, check it out. 6 p.m.? 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Peace.